Welcome back to his call my purpose. 1026, it's my birthday. <laughs> and because it's my birthday, I have a lot of reflections and a lot of thoughts that are just all over the place. But the main thought of just this quick short podcast on this beautiful, amazing day is what if? What if the world was exactly the way we imagined? Think about that for a second. What if the world was exactly the way we imagined? And and in saying that statement, the world still wouldn't be perfect. And I'm not saying that because I know that the world is perfect because God created it and it's and and I'm not saying the beings in the world but the world and creation and everything God did was perfect. But listen to what I said. If we could imagine a perfect world, it would still have imperfections. Why? Because how you imagine the world, how I imagine the world, how the person next to you imagines the world, how somebody in your family imagines the world is still going to be different. No matter how we are close to each other, live with each other, speak to each other, we all think differently. We all process differently. We all live out our lives differently. I believe if you gave five people the exact same lifestyle, like home, car, family, finances, they would still look different. I know in these TV shows that we've seen, like where you see the whole neighborhood is looking the same and everybody dresses the same. And it's usually a scary um, or a uh, like sci-fi movie because that tends to not be true. But I believe in this day and age, it's different. No matter how alike you think you are, you are different. So when the reason why I say what if, because when you live out your life and your lifestyle and your beliefs and your um, things that are pleasing or not pleasing to you, someone else may live out their life totally different. With the same resources, with the same skill set, with the same knowledge that you have. But we were not created to be the same. But we were created with reasoning. We were created in the image of God. We were created with the like mind of God. Because this is what I believe. If I was created in the image of God, I was giving somewhat the tools and the skill set that God would allow me to have. Because we sit here and we say, oh, yeah, God did, did X, Y, Z, but the scientist did this and the, and the, and the mechanic did this. And the, am I making sense? Um, because all of those people, the gifts and talents and the knowledge that they have acquired was given to them by God. So it's still to be used by God. What I'm trying to say is there is no limit to what you can do, but limiting yourselves. And if I continue to look at someone else, as I continue to measure myself by someone else's standards, if I continue to measure myself by what so-and-so has and what so-and-so gets and what so-and-so spends their money on, when do I become me? When do I become the person that I was created to be? 
And even though I'm looking at so-and-so, I don't know so-and-so's story. I don't know so-and-so's history. I don't know what so-and-so went through to get that. And a lot of times, if we would look at some of the ways that people that we look to as far as finances and skill sets, how did they get there? And I'm not saying people had to do things shady in order to get, everybody doesn't do things shady to get what they get. But there are some that they did. And it's so funny that I look at it and there are a lot of them that did and we look up to them and we we acknowledge them and we recognize them and to some extent praise them. But the means in which they got what they got is not something to be praiseworthy of. So that leads me back to the fact that what if, because when I was thinking about what if, I was thinking about what if everybody could truly encompass the word love and love like Christ and live out their life in love, what would this world look like? And I still came up with the conclusion that it still would not be a harmonious world. Because everybody's interpretation, everybody's understanding, everybody's comprehension of the word love is totally different. And there's so many types of love to add to the already confusing understanding of what love is or what love means. So process that for a minute. I would like to encourage you. And I bet most, mostly, look, I I, I stop because you know me and I get to making up words. Most of my podcasts will be with this understanding that when you look at somebody and when they treat you a certain way or when they act a certain way, do you really know the root of where this is coming from? Do you know why they said what they said? Do you know why they did what they did? Do you know why they act the way they act? It could be a wall. It could be perception. It could be protection. It could be a, a response. It could be retaliation. It could be a, a feeling, an emotion. You have no idea sometimes where these words comes or where these actions come from because you don't necessarily know the person. I have someone and it seems like I'm always in the season where at least one time, at least all times, all times, look, nice words. There are periods in my life where there is at least one person consistently in my life that has this type of behavior where they are targeting me and no matter what I do, they are in somebody else's ear talking negative about me. Am I perfect? No. Do I strive to be perfect? No. You might say, wait, what? No, because there's nobody perfect but Jesus himself, but God himself. There is nobody on this earth, or let's just say there's nobody that walked this earth that is perfect but Jesus. So I already know, coming out the gate from the day I was born, 50 some years ago, that I am not perfect, will never be perfect because scripture says that we were all all born into sin because of Adam and Eve, okay? Because of the fall back in Genesis, we've all fallen. Now, does that give me an excuse to act any way I want to? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. But to strive from now, to be the best me that I can be, absolutely. 
to strive to correct my wrong? Absolutely. To look inward at myself to see where I have stumbled, where I have fallen, where I have let down people, down God, and down uh, what I was created to be? Absolutely. But I might be just one in a million because I don't believe that there are many of us that really, truly take an inward look and look at ourselves and say, wait, where could I have done better? Where can I have spoken better? Where can I have shown more love? Where can I have given more grace? Where have I given, where can I have given more understanding? But we want other people to do that to us. We want other people to give us more grace. We want other people to give us more understanding. We want other people to... I say that because as I continue to study and to look at life and to um, watch the actions of others, I find that there is a lot of weight that we carry that we should have let go years ago. And I, what I'm saying is I'm not saying that you, you forget your past because your past makes you who you are in your future. It does. No matter how crazy it was, no matter how hard it was, no matter how painful it, it was, your past still creates you to be who you are in this world and in this season. Because it's those lessons and those things that you went through that make you who you are. It's those things and those things that you went through that say, hey, I am this person. I am worthy of this. I am who I am. And it may be through the lessons that you've learned through that pain and that heartache that make you who you are. Because when someone else comes up against you that caused you that pain and that heartache, you know how to handle it. Or you know how to walk away from it. Or you know how to press through it. Or you know how to let not let it affect your life personally. Because why would we have the statement lesson learned? Or why would we say, oh, that test is now a testimony if things would never happen in our lives? So as I journey through another year, I am going to sincerely look at life and look at what God has placed in front of me. And possibly ask, what if? What if I loved a little bit harder? What if I listened a little bit more? What if I gave more grace? What if I gave more understanding? What if? Because I believe if we take the step to the positive, we could overcome so much of the negative. But we walk and we stay in a state of, in a place of negative so much, it becomes comfortable. We hold on to it. It becomes our comfort blanket. It becomes our pacifier. Let go. What I'm going to encourage any of you listening of, let go of any past hurt. Anything that someone has let and done to you in the past, let it go. Forgive them for it. Totally forgive them for it. Don't keep bringing it up. Don't keep holding it against them. Let it go. Because if you don't let it go, it's going to cause you to stumble multiple times. It's going to cause you to miss opportunities that can bless you because you keep holding on to the past. It's like, you know, when they say skeletons in your closet, I'm not even going to say skeletons in your closet. It's baggage that you keep carrying that you shouldn't be carrying anymore. It's weight that should be off your body and off your mind that you should not be worried about anymore. 
Because as long as the enemy has you staying in that state of mind, he can keep you in that state of mind. He'll keep having things occur and, and to build upon that with that person, with those things, with the, and all it does is breed and breed and breed and grow and grow and that, and it grows and it grows as this, this covering over your heart, you know, and God is so busy chiseling away all this stuff that he's trying to get already get out of your heart. And if you have that, he can't get to the stuff that he needs to get because you keep putting layers upon layers upon layers. Think about it. What if real talk, real life.